1: to a vegan lounge and I feel a bit silly saying this because with great fanfare I said goodbye you know you won't hear from me again last time we were on and uh, it all suddenly I'm here again now I'll tell you a funny thing that um, I was having a little bit of a moan um, when I finished up last time saying you know and all the time I put out uh, the email address which by the way make a note of it is vegan lounge at veganchristchurch.org.nz and um, i said you know i've only had a couple of only a couple of people uh, ever use that email and they were people who are guests since i've said that i am finishing and um, that's the end of the show for me and uh, possibly we might uh, seek out a new host hopefully Well, the switchboard, the old saying, the switchboard's (laughs) lit up, so thank you very much everybody (laughs) for that vote of enthusiasm, but I am so delighted to be here because the reason I'm here is to introduce you to your new host of A Vegan Lounge, and so, Crystal Pay, Crystal, delighted to make your acquaintance, and uh, welcome to your show.
0: Oh, well, thank you very much for having me and inviting me along to my new show, (laughs) It's wonderful to be here.
1: <laughs> Do you know? This is so funny how things work, and I'm, I'm a great believer in serendipity. But a week ago, did you? Could you have even imagine? We've just had Pierre, the producer, here showing you, and I've been, you know, listeners. I've really been enjoying um, the look on your faces. Um, Pierre, the producer, said, "Now, this is when you go outside and take outside broadcasts and various microphones that you use in various, <laughs> and I think probably a week ago you had no idea that you would even be thinking about sitting in the radio show, uh, studio with your own show um, and really be learning how to be a broadcaster."
0: Yeah, um, it's not something that I saw coming. I mean, I I have seen um, you know various sort of. Um, community programs where you know people have the opportunity to come in and learn how to do their own radio show. And I've often thought, oh, that looks really great, but it's sort of one of those things I never really thought I'd get around to. So I'm sort of ticking one of those boxes, I guess, without um, without really trying, which is always good
1: <laughs> because but you're no stranger to public speaking, I think, because I saw the um, the video of you uh, with a presentation that you were making. Um when was that last year or something like that? What was that? Um
0: was actually just uh just this weekend just gone actually. Oh was yeah, it? Yeah was, was that recent? It was for the uh Graduate Women New Zealand for their centenary celebrations. Um I took out the Susan Byrne Memorial Award in twenty twenty and um we they just asked us to say a few a few words um, you know, past awardees and that. Um for these sort of events, so I was just putting together a three-minute clip to, um, yeah, for them to play at the at the presentation. So, yeah, yeah very professional too. I thought. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Crystal. So let's ju- listeners are going to be interested to know a wee bit about you. You're you're a Christchurch girl.
0: Well, woman, uh, I'm actually a, an Australian, but I've adopted Christchurch as my second home. So yes, um, I've been here for. Uh, I think 14 years now. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, oh, you must have been quite young when you came here.
0: Um, I was mid-20s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, and tell me if I'm asking too many questions or personal <laughs> questions, but I, I know you've got a little boy. Um, so you um, – how old is he? Uh,
0: he's he's eight. He's nine in August, actually. Yeah. Um, his name is Travis. Oh. Uh, yeah, and he, he keeps me quite busy. Um, the interesting thing about me is that I'm the only one in my family that doesn't consume any meat or dairy products. So, so I have – he calls himself a dinosaur, which is fine. Um, so it's a very interesting dynamic in, in my household when it comes to food. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> that accounts for On, um, – I'm going to refer – people to to look, to go onto your website and read a bit about your thinking, but that actually opens up. There's a little <laughs> quote that I noticed. That I thought, oh, I love that. Our role, this is from you, our role as human beings is not to preach or force our agendas, but instead to leave the door ajar, ever so slightly open to the possibilities And what a sweet way of, uh, being.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess, um, coming along the vegan track, like, for me, I stopped eating meat completely, um, when I was pregnant with my son. And, um... It was, it was a number of things. I've been an on and off vegetarian through my teens and, and um, I'm actually a chef by trade. So I did my trade um, in the mines um, in North Queensland and working with that kind of food on that scale, it's just, um, you know, working with hundreds of kilos of meat and stuff like that, it's really actually quite um, distasteful, really, <laughs> you know, because it's just such a lot and it would put, put me off food really. Um, but coming, coming to the arriving as, arriving sort of at the vegan approach um, was actually through part of my undergraduate degree at Canterbury University. I have this wonderful teacher called Dr. Fiona Delzell and she's a, um, a doctor in philosophy and she's a vet um, and she's fantastic and she is a vegan. And the way that um, she showcase veganism and all these wonderful great speakers like tom reagan and peter singer and carol j adams and there's so many um yeah i think when you're confronted with that with those sorts of people with those sorts of ideas it's very hard to not take a common sense approach to to you know how we intensively farm animals and and what we're doing um on a uh yeah, on a global level too, and I, I'm also an environmental planner, so I know that uh, I have a lot of time for uh, farming practices. People that are meeting their bent, best best practice guidelines, and that so that's really important. Yeah, so it all sort of ties it together.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so do you, Are you optimistic? Are you, do you,
0: <laughs> I think so. I, I think you have to be. Yeah, you know
1: the um, <laughs> you refer to. Uh, if, if, if anybody jumps onto uh, the way that I found you was uh, after searching your name um, insurgent foods which we'll talk about in a little while but um, the uh, <laughs> Now where am I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that on there there's an essay on the on, on your website which explains a little bit about how you came to the thinking that you've got. And you just mentioned um, Tom, Tom Reagan. Yes, Tom and Reagan. And it's not a name that I've heard before. No. But he's obviously been very strongly influential in your thinking. Yes. Can you just explain a little bit about why?
0: Oh, Tom Reagan, um, he, he's a philosopher. Um, he's passed away now, sadly, uh, a few years ago. But he was probably the first, the first person to take on... Animal rights, I guess, in a um, well to take animal rights to I guess a larger audience in terms of like he was very well educated, you know, he did a lot of conferences, he he just he had a wonderful um, a wonderful persona and he was a great teacher and very um, very good at 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 speaking and putting together publications, wrote many, many books and he's just um, it's just a wonderful I guess um I, I guess what because we have we have animal rights and animal welfare so the, and they're two they're two t- totally different things because animal welfare of course where we're we're, cons- we're concerned with... Um, Existing, yeah, and making conditions like bearable for animals, mm. you know, while we use them as a means to an end, which yeah. is to, to to use to farm to eat, yeah. and the animal rights as well. Uh, um, animals are means in the in themselves, you know, they exist because they they want to exist, and their interests are not dying basically. Yeah. So it's two completely different um, perspectives,
1: mm-hmm. Animal rights and animal welfare they are yeah. different, aren't they?
0: Yeah, and I just I just found the way he just the way he sort of explains his perspective it just makes sense it's common sense you know like it just it fall, fell into place for me it was like an epiphany when i started following his work yeah so, hmm.
1: okay and um as far as this show is concerned so what 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 would you like to see happen
0: Oh, Look, you know, I I think when we discuss this, James, um, about how broad we can go with this show, and I think that's, I think that's where I want to take it. Like I know quite a lot of sustainable farmers. I live in Leiston. Yeah. Um, You know, there's so many people out there. Organic farmers, um, you know, sunflower oil producers. Like, there's just people out there doing really great things. Uh, Walnut farmers, um, fantastic walnut farm, uh, Tricketts Grove, um, West Melton. I'm going to bring Andrew and his wife maybe in to talk. Uh, SPCA. uh, There's so many people we can draw from, um, and I think we want to make it as as varied as possible, but also you know, it's not just for vegans. Like, I, when I was talking about that quote earlier, you know, it's Leaving about... Leaving the
1: door ajar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's
0: not... You know, um, I welcome people that are just trying to, you know, do the meatless Mondays and that kind of thing. And, you know, don't feel like uh, you're excluded or this is a special club, like... When I'm not going to – no one's going to judge you because you're making transitional steps to try and cut meat and dairy out of your life. Okay, that's really important because there are extreme people that go to extremes. But, you know, it's a shift. It's a paradigm shift. It takes time. So. Yeah. Mm.
1: It, it's funny. I, one of the things I did as I was experimenting very rigidly, really, holding myself to mm. a, quite, a slightly too high a standard perhaps – but I stocked up the freezer with. Um, I went out for lunch yesterday, and I wasn't particularly hungry when I got home. And I thought, "Oh, I've got that little ready-made." It was a a meal. It was a green curry, yep. frozen green curry, and it was a little freezer thing. And I must have picked it up at the supermarket. I thought, "Oh, that's interesting. It's on special, you know." I don't know what it was. Seven ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Oh God, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the most awful things. And. You know, and it, because it really what what was I expecting? You know, a little frozen thing that you put in the microwave, six minutes or something like that. And pierce the plastic, and, and the bizarre thing about it, I thought this has got meat in it. It was almost like sausages, something very sort of meat. I don't know if they tried to make it. I saw where I thought where was this made, and um, I see it was made in Singapore and then marketed it under another brand, but. Um, I've got a feeling it was a flight kitchen somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it might have
1: been. Does it look like a little flight kitchen meal. <laughs>
0: it might have been uh, TVP textured te- uh, vegetable protein. I wonder it was. Meat.
1: It's a terrible. I I'm...
0: don't. I'm not a big fan of it. Like no. I'm not a big fan of things that um, because the reason I don't eat meat is because I don't want to eat animals. So I I find it, and this is just my perspective, and everyone's different. Um, I find a sausage that in like, is meant to imitate meat. It's not really something that I, <laughs> I want to eat, but that's fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so. because, and once again, it's leaving the door ajar. Yes. And people who are so that. used to eating sausages. Hey, yes. I'm not going to have a pork sausage. I'm going to have a sausage. Yep. All these people making an effort to make interesting sausages. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm with that. <laughs> I'll tell you what um, I have discovered. I was always very suspect about tofu. I never really <laughs> got it, you know, or got into it. But every so often you go to a, a, a Chinese restaurant and you think, really, was that tofu? That was yep. delicious. Yes. And I have learnt that, oh, I see, it's just a matter of actually handling it right and, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I, met, I um, made a little dish. I stuck the recipe online. I'm not just trying to hijack your show. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a, I think it was on YouTube or something, spicy and crunchy garlic tofu. Oh,
0: sounds lovely. Gosh,
1: it was like, and it was a Korean inspired, but what I understood, what I gathered, and I learned from this, is that you've really got to press the tofu and get the liquid out of it if you're going to do something like that, don't you?
0: Yes, you do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I've got an old iron. Very, oh. One of those very old fashioned irons, and I put the iron on top of the uh tofu you' you either go through a heap of paper towels or yes. ordinary just dish towels and, yes. and and drain it but once you get you get it you then you suddenly you've got something totally different to work with
0: yeah yeah, and definitely i know corn flour is always really nice to um and spices to yep. help fry it
1: well, what I got from this uh recipe and I don't think i' A potato starch, and sometimes you know when you rigidly you think, oh well, I go and get the potato starch. I think I could have used corn flour, really. <laughs> you know, yes. it's just maybe the Korean people use potato starch, but um, but what absolutely delighted me, because you make a sticky sauce and everything like that. It's up online on the um, vegan um, vegan society website. Yeah. But um, is when you are frying that in a in hot oil in a wok you've really got to keep those um, little squares, bite-sized pieces apart. Yes. Because otherwise they're like little magnets and they <laughs> s- sail together in that hot oil and glue themselves to each other and you've got another problem entirely. <laughs> yes. Oh, you'd know this, wouldn't you?
0: Well, it's fun. I always try and just cook them in little batches yes. at a time. And then, yeah it's, yeah, it's the thing about tofu is it can be quite painstaking to, you know, to prepare that way, but yeah, otherwise you do end up with a with a bit of a, a pss, pss, creation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and the other the other great um, discovery I made was uh, using tofu to make scrambled eggs. Oh
0: yes, and
1: I uh, know that even restaurants and cafes um, do it. And I thought, really, I think there's a no, I've forgotten. It's a particular black salt, Him- Himalayan black salt. All the Indian shops have it. And um, it's got a slightly eggy taste. And truly, mm. Crystal, if you um, looked, if you didn't tell somebody it was um, tofu, I think people would just blindly eat it thinking it was eggs.
0: Mm. Mm. I think you're right.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is there any particular? So your your young dinosaur um, son. Yes. He. <laughs> Does he eat vegan when he's home with you, or?
0: Uh, no, no. He's, yep. he's actually going through that. I mean, he do, We do try. Like we have, um, we have vegetables all the time on on the plate. That's part of it. But um, he tends to have a very um, limited diet of chicken nuggets and um, like sausages. 90 percent of other yeah.
1: pit boys his age. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Just yes. He's not particularly interested in anything. Um, Anything vegetarian or vegan. Um, So, but I think with him, the message is at this stage, like he, we, and this is probably going to sound quite morbid, but it's about giving thanks for an animal that's given its life for the process of consumption, you know, and he understands about death, which sounds quite, sounds quite morbid for the show.
1: No, I think I'm (laughs) so happy to hear you say that. You know, so at least give thanks, even mm. to the humblest little factory animal that's made yeah. of chicken nugget. Hey, it was a life.
0: Yes, that's right. Hey, yeah. it really yeah. was
1: a life, and and uh, maybe not such a great life. No. So you really got to remember to give thanks to that little. And I being.
0: do, and, and like I think it's about like he'll make up his own mind with this information too. So yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that sounds a real smart way to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. With the show, mm-hmm. anything else that you think that um, any other directions? You, meeting producers. Uh,
0: um, look, I've, I'm I'm open to any sort of um, anything that listeners might like me to pursue um, as well. So, if there's any any sort of um, you know anything you want me to talk about or uh, um, investigate, that i would be quite happy to. Um, You know, to respond to your emails and and see what we can do there. So,
1: Crystal, I didn't have much luck with the emails, and we must remember to say it. You've got to start saying it too, because this is um, your show. Um, Do you remember what the email is? I'm testing you now.
0: Oh, I think I can see it. (laughs) Vegan Lounge at
1: veganchristchurch.org.nz. That's it. So, I'm wondering—is the because I'm not completely up with uh, Instagram and all the other things. Is there another way that's easy for people to just communicate, hey, I'd really like to hear more about, oh, I don't know, animal welfare, about particular types of food, ways to transition into a more vegan way of life? Email, I think um, it's very early days. The show's only been going, I said only eight shows. But I think it's probably quite a good idea to try and find a way of in maybe health food stores or mm. places that um pico places anywhere like that. Just a little card or something to say, hey, don't forget to tune into Vegan Lounge yeah. on um, Plains FM. You know, every second Tuesday, or just listen to it—the the little podcast thing that you can do.
0: I think that's a great idea, actually, and I'll look at getting some resources out there to to those sorts of of businesses.
1: Hey, listen, I'm absolutely. Stoat that the Vegan Society of Christchurch, for one thing, really generously and courageously supported the show when I first came on because they didn't know me really, but um, I think that might, and and so they, but they've supported it, and they have been so um, generous in making all my recipes and bits and pieces as I do. So anything that you provide them, you know. Um, that's for the newsletter, which comes out every couple of weeks, um, and so I, we—I we, generally talk about what goes on in the Vegan Society for for a little while, and and if you once you start getting their newsletter, you'll see that um, I know there's something quite uh, major coming up—an event is the uh, Vegan Ball mm. at Greater Goods, and I think that I can't off the I think it's August sometime now. That'll be fun because yes. Greater Goods is a hoot of a place anyway. So, yeah. um, And I think they've got um, uh, the Funky Hot Mummers or someone like that. I
0: oh, thought, well, performing. Or... Performing? Yes. Yeah, so There's live music. They've always got great live music there, Flip and the, and the team. So um, they actually sell my product there too. So they sell amazing stuff there.
1: Tell me. So Insurgent Foods, great name, by the way. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, so Insurgent Foods, that's yours. Yes. You, you invented that brand. Yeah. And right. and tell me what it So how long has this been going?
0: Um, I started Insurgent Foods in 2019. I was finishing my undergraduate degree. Um, so it's a real sort of um, – it's a feminist, eco-feminism kind of um, – I guess image feel uh steampunk as you've probably Well,
1: it sounds terrifying.
0: <laughs> so oh. <laughs> and um yeah, it's all about it's all about convenience because I'm one the only vegan in a family of meat eaters, so I know what it's like the burnt chop syndrome at the end of the day when I've cooked and and slave for everyone else, and I'm too tired to do anything for myself. So it's all about trying to bring some convenience to people's lives in that sort of mm-hmm. situation. So while promoting um, New Zealand, um, you know, New Zealand market gardeners and orchardists and that, because they do such a fantastic job, and we've seen that through the COVID period, um, especially with our wheat producers. Um, yeah, and the, the importance of that. So, yeah.
1: Fantastic. So that's your that keeps you keeps the wolf from the door. Yes, um, yes, it does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, on the vegan society front, you know they do such an amazing job, and don't forget that they have their uh, monthly night market uh, at Phillips Town. Um, so at the Phillips Town Community Centre. Yeah, so i along been, to it's it. It's
1: actually um, I have been down myself, <laughs> and it is. Um, it's. Yeah, uh, you. Know, my first thought was. Unless someone told you, you wouldn't know it was really a vegan um, show, except, and I think people would probably come and go there and have a bit of a listen to some music and uh, pick up a few things to eat and go again without even having <laughs> been aware that they're in a vegan setting because it's just a nice little bit of social, isn't it?
0: Yes, yeah, it's great, and it's local, and, yeah, it's um, it's and hopefully it's going to get stronger now that a lot of the restrictions have been dropped, and it was quite quiet for a while, but...
1: We'll see a so – and that's a – I quite like that Billups town. It's sort of a very wandering around sort of area, isn't it? Yes. And um, it's winter hours, so now I think it starts at 3 mm. and goes till 7. Yes. <laughs> hey, well, look, Crystal, I can't believe my good fortune and oh. actually coming across you, just delightful. And uh, oh. I know you're going to do a tremendous jo- job <laughs> of this show. You're going to have an awful lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, – Just a joy to meet you, and uh, hey, all the best to you.
0: Oh, thank you so much, and and um, yeah, it was just um, just a matter of of luck, I think, and and timing. So, and I'm looking forward to taking over and filling your filling your shoes as best I can.
1: (laughs) Serendipity. Okay, thank you very much, Crystal, and we'll next time you'll be it'll be you, all of you. Okay,
0: until then.